Y'all don't understand the struggles of being a black man out here in America and not knowing whether or not you're going to make it home to your churn every night because of the police gunning you down. But don't y'all be out here gunning each other now? Okay, but we ain't talking about that. Hell, don't y'all be rapping about killing each other in music? We ain't talking about that either. We can talk about killing each other in rap music, but we don't like the police killing us. Stay on subject, woman. You brought up your kids. Tyrone, you don't even see your kids. And then, yeah, I be trying to see my kids. You know my baby mamas be tripping because I don't want to be with none of them, so they be holding my kids from me. You know that. Okay, but your baby mama saying you don't get them no child support either. Okay, but I still be going out my way to try to see them. They live five minutes from my house, Tyrone. That is out my way, woman. See, y'all, that's why we don't like y'all black women's mouths. Y'all run y'all mouth too much. Y'all always bringing up stuff that's irrelevant. Well, was you cheating on me, Irrelevant? I only cheated on you 10 times. You act like I do it every day, bruh. See, that's why we date women of other races, man. Hey, Booz, hey. Hey, Patreon family. Hey, what's up with y'all? <laughs> I hope your day is going well. I hope you're having a good week. Hello, shout out to my Discord fam. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, thank you so much for your support. I am eternally grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for being so dope. I love you guys. This is another installment of my series called The Blackistan Zoo, where we profile the bestie derelicts, crazy creatures, and animals in Blackistan. Tonight, we are back with the final installment of Toxic Blackistan Struggle Love Music, where we analyze and review how much of the negative impact and negative influence urban music had on Black women's perspectives and our expectations and our standards when it comes to dating and romantic relationships. So you guys, this has been so much fun. Last week, we left off at year 2010. We will pick up where we left off. Before we do, though, I have to give an honorable mention to Cater to You, which was released in 2004 by Destiny's Child. And I don't know how I forgot this song. I don't know how I forgot this one when I did the last video and reviewed the first decade of the 2000s. Shout out to little patron L.N. who reminded me of this song, especially because it's gone viral recently because the Gen Z girls, they are not playing with y'all and they were analyzing the lyrics and dragging Destiny's Child for making such a problematic song. Let's take a listen. Take off your shoes, untie your 
never a big fan of this song i do remember it being extremely popular however um but for some reason i didn't see anything wrong with it at the time although i wasn't a major fan of it now this song came out about a decade ago and it took the gen z woke girls to drag destiny's child for creating this dumb ass song recently and I don't know how we didn't realize how problematic this song was back then because this epitomizes the meaning of black male worship. So she says, my life would be purposeless without you. I'll run your bath water, take off your shoes, rub your feet. She says, I'll help you put your do-rag on y'all. <laughs> Child, she says, I'm here to serve you. I want to give you my breath, my strength. My will to be here, that's the least I can do. So she tops it off with, that's the least I can do. Bitch, are you crazy? What do you mean that's the least? You doing the most, child. So why we gotta be so extra with our pick me as black women? Why? Why my last breath? You gotta give your last breath in your lungs to your dusty? Really? Why we gotta be so performative and so over the top and hyperbolic about every damn thing? child she's talking about you know i hope you put your do-rag on so we know she's talking about dusties and quiet as it's kept the majority of dusties don't deserve any of this shit cooking and cleaning makes sense when you have a man who holds up his end of the bargain and he is protecting and providing and he's problem solving but we know that the majority of the dusties don't do this so creating a song that promotes and perpetuates the idea that we are supposed to slave for the dusties and that we're supposed to mule for the dusties when the majority of them are underemployed or unemployed is problematic. This is that brainwashing. This is that conditioning. This is that indoctrination that I'm talking about, you know? And I remember thinking like, yeah, let me keep my body right for my man, like a whole damn fool back then. Meanwhile, this nigga was cheating, couldn't hold down a job and was fucking anything with a damn hoe. And, and these are the men that Destiny's Child was encouraging and promoting that we cater to. These fools. 
this shit was so damn problematic. And I'm glad the Gen Z girls realized it when we were too damn blind and brainwashed to see how fucked up the song was. Okay, so I want to keep going and I want to talk about a song that I hadn't ever heard until Lil Patron Guava Goddess shared this with me. Let's listen to How Many Times by K. Michelle. If you were hurt like I was before, ladies, go turn up your radio. Cause I'm gonna sing this one for all. Okay, um, so K. Michelle took over the throne as queen of struggle love. Mary passed the baton to K. Michelle. K. Michelle even references Mary in this song about how she talked about this bullshit in the 90s. But yeah, it's like as if we needed another struggle love anthem to normalize dating niggas who ain't shit and the stupid women who take them back. You know, thank God I never heard this song until today. This song is trash. Sonically, it doesn't even sound good to me. Sorry if you're a K. Michelle fan, but I just didn't enjoy it. But yeah, K. Michelle took over the title of being the queen of struggle love music in the 2000s. Okay, so I want to keep going with Love and War, one of my personal favorites by Tamar Braxton that was released in 2013. Somebody said every day was gonna be sunny skies. Only mom and day in lingerie. I guess somebody lied. Started discussing it to fight it, then don't touch me, please. It is let's stop the madness, just come late with me.
love, love, love this song back then. And now that I think about it, I was in a very tumultuous relationship back then. I was still with my son's father, and I likely had an inclination for this song due to the raggedy-ass relationship that I was in. This song describes my former marriage perfectly. But anyway, this song is called Love and War because it is literally about a woman in love with a man in a relationship that's so toxic, she likens it to being in a battleground war zone, which is crazy. But we know this is a popular idea in Blackistan. This is how love is supposed to be. And this is what is to be expected within Blackistan. Love is supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be toxic. It's supposed to be traumatic. It's something that's only fit for the strong to survive. You know what I mean? So here we have Tamar saying she's um, she has armor, bombs are dropping, there's fire, smoke, explosions. Like, goddamn, that's not normal. But songs like these normalize those toxic dynamics of these awful relationships. And it's interesting, too, because when this song was released, Tamar was, was still married to her husband, Vincent Herbert. And I always thought this song was inspired by their toxic relationship. Thank God they're divorced now, but he was really awful to her and was verbally abusive and just wasn't a very nice person. And so I wouldn't be surprised if this song was inspired by true personal events that happened in Tamar's life. Okay, so let's keep going. So I want to keep going to Bad by Wale that was also released in 2013. And shout out to little patron Mocha who suggested this song. So let's watch this. Let's get it. Is it bad that I never made love? No, I never did. But it's so no hard to fuck up being bad girl. I prove it to you. I can't promise that I'll be good to you. Cause I had some issues. I won't miss. No, not having it. But at least I can't admit that I'll be bad. No, to you. Yeah, I'll be good in bed. But I'll be bad to you. Girls ain't no good, and the good girls ain't no fun. And the hood girls want a smart nigga. College girls all want a thug, so it seems that we fiend what we don't need. Got a thing for a queen who don't want to leave. I ain't about to judge you, no judge me. You ain't gotta really sing about your rap sheet, cause I heard you. Yeah, in the literal sense, I mean that. Rough sex saying I love ya, but the kiss of me saying you mean that. I know, I just be calling a mean ass. Oh, the irony, got the bomb and D, but the problem is probably a D pass. Still, I'm feeling this and I need bad. Thinking if I get it, I get it, I need this. I don't need emotion to open your deep sea. I can see the ocean by going between leg, bag, no bed, flow, dope, go, forward, couch, now, slow, motion, around, put it down, Lord knows she was going for the more. Hold up. Y'all, and I love this song. <laughs> this was my jam back in the day. I really enjoyed this song, especially with the bed springs in the background. It reminded me of some cut. <laughs> what it is. So, oh, what's up? 
fucking the nigga get it don't go. <laughs> but no, lyrically, this song was really depressing, honestly. Not just awful, it was just very sad. So it was a song about an emotionally damaged girl who needed therapy, quite frankly. But instead of seeking professional help, she's singing about how she'll be a bad girl instead. And she's talking about, yeah, I got issues. Yeah, I'm traumatized. I don't know how to love you, but I can fuck you real good. And here we were <laughs> back in uh, 2013, bopping to this depressing ass song in the club, her talking about her trauma <laughs> and the toxicity that she experienced. A mess. Okay. So I want to keep going to the following year, 2014, and talk about Trap Queen by Fetty Wap, y'all. Oh, Lord. 2014 and 2015 in the chokehold then all of a sudden he just fell off the mat don't judge me y'all i used to love me safety wild but this was before i was divested though i really did enjoy his music y'all <laughs> but y'all know that i purposefully avoided rap songs because if i really did a deep dive a problematic rap music and tried to analyze that shit we'd be here all night but I did want to talk about Trap Queen because this song was a hot ass mess. Y'all, the entire song is about a woman dating a drug dealer and now she cooking crack with the nigga, y'all. Like, what the hell? He's talking about now she whipping pies. Y'all, this is a mess. So this song, this entire song is about ride or die love. It's about her committing felonies with this nigga. She in the trap house with this fool counting money and risking prison time for him. This shit is wild, y'all. So again, we see this indoctrination. We see this promotion of struggle love, of this ride or die love to the point where it's not only that you're just dating a D-boy, you actually expect it to be in the trap house right next to him cooking crack. Y'all, this shit is crazy. Okay, so I want to keep going and I want to fast forward to 2016 and I want to get into the Struggle Love Bird album, the most celebrated struggle love album of all time and i want to talk about lemonade by beyonce released in 2016 and i'm not gonna lie this album has some bangers but this was in 2016 i had recently became divested at that time 
And so I was even giving this a damn side eye, although I was very new to, you know, only engaging in reciprocal relationships and equally mutually beneficial relationships, especially with romantic uh, relationships and dating. So, and this album was actually inspired by actual events. So Beyonce made this album after Jay-Z had an affair on her. And I remember vividly being very disgusted by the chain of events that inspired this song. I j remember just coming to the conclusion, niggas just ain't shit. You know, I was newly divested at that time. So I finally came to the conclusion and had an epiphany, like all these niggas ain't shit. You know, it's time to open up your options. Because here we have Beyonce, y'all, a global superstar, an icon, absolutely gorgeous. On top of that, she's a fucking billionaire. Even Jay-Z has said, on a song, he got the baddest in the game. You know, she's also preference. And she even singing about, oh, he Monica Lewinsky all on my blouse. And I'm riding like a surfboard. And here this ugly ass camel face dude still cheating on her. So that's when it clicked for me. These niggas just ain't shit. It don't matter their backgrounds. It don't matter how much money they have. It don't matter how good of a woman you are. It don't matter if they're so-called high value. They just ain't shit. And that's when, you know, I had had around that time had this epiphany like, okay, it's time to make better decisions and open up your dating choices to more options. But anyway, so I want to talk about a few of the songs on here. So let's talk about Hold Up. That was a song that was released on this album. And this was a song that I really, really enjoyed. Let's listen to this song. I tried to change. Closed my mouth more. Tried to be soft, prettier, less awake. Fasted for 60 days, wore white, abstained from mirrors, abstained from sex, slowly did not speak another word. In that time, my hair, I grew past my ankles. I slept on a mat on a floor. I swallowed a sword. I levitated, went to the basement, confessed my sins and was baptized in a river got on my knees and said amen and said I mean. I whipped my own back and asked for dominion at your feet. I threw myself into a volcano. I drank the blood and drank the wine. I sat alone and begged and bent at the waist for God. I crossed myself and thought I saw the devil. I grew thick in skin on my feet. I bathed in bleach and plugged my menses with pages from the holy book, but still inside me coiled deep was the need to know. Are you cheating, cheating on me? Are you cheating on me? Love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Can't 
Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Oh, love, they don't love you like I love you. Oh, don't, they don't love you like I love you. Something don't feel right because it ain't right, especially coming up after midnight. I smell your secrets, and I'm not too perfect to ever feel this worthless. How did it come down to this? Scrolling through your call list. I don't wanna lose my pride, but I'ma fuck me up a bitch. Know that I kept it sexy, and know I kept it fun. There's something that I'm missing, maybe my head for one. What's worst? Looking jealous or crazy? Jealous or crazy? <sighs> Y'all, so let's, I don't even know where to start with this. This is a lot to unpack. So let's start off with the struggle love poem that she recited at the beginning of this video. She talks about fasting for 60 days. She prayed, she tried to be prettier, all because she thinks the Nignog is cheating. Y'all, I can't, so this entire album is about Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce. I hate this for Beyonce. I hate this for her. She talks about in this song to feel this worthless. How did it come down to this? Scrolling through your call list. I don't want to lose my pride, but I'm going to fuck me up a bitch. Y'all, not Beyonce. This is why this was so difficult for me to swallow that Beyonce was going out like this. Like you talk about this woman being the triple threat. She can sing, she can dance, and she's absolutely gorgeous. She's a billionaire. She's a global icon and still this nigga cheated on her, y'all. Beyonce was too good for all this. But again, it doesn't matter what their class is. It doesn't matter how much money these fools got. It doesn't matter how beautiful of a woman you are. All that notoriety and fame and money and having a gorgeous wound on their arms, that just emboldens their asses. This is why, like, Black women will get so surprised because they'll date an ugly dude thinking, oh, he's not going to cheat on me. You know, I'm way out his league. He's just going to be grateful to have me. No, that emboldens them. And they start to think and get, like, an ego trip and start to think, okay, well, I can get another chick just like her on my arm. If I could, If I could nab her, I can get another one. You know, and even when Jay-Z had one of the baddest, if not the baddest, most desired woman in the world, this nigga still cheated and got Beyonce, billionaire Beyonce out here singing and crying about him cheating. The whole album, y'all. I also want to discuss Don't Hurt Yourself that was also on the Lemonade album. Don't hurt yourself. Oh no, Beyonce. I hate this for Beyonce. So I'm cringing listen to the, listening to this even till this day. And this was a work of art. Again, a beautiful album. But to know that this was based on true events and this album was inspired by Beyonce getting cheated on and her Joe Camel last husband having an affair, it really is depressing and is very sad. So in this song, she says, who the fuck do you think I am? You ain't married to no average bitch boy. Yes, Beyonce. Honestly, who do you think you are, girl? Like, who do you think you are? 
Because why are you tolerating this? She talks about as I bounce to the next dick boy and you can keep your money. I got my own. Exactly, Beyonce. So I don't know why you're enduring this and why you're putting up with this. A bad motherfucker guy complex motivate your ass. Call me Malcolm X. So it's like, exactly, Beyonce. You are that girl. So why are you sitting here getting played by Joe Camel? Some other cringeworthy lines from this Lemonade album. She says, you better call Becky with the good hair. She also says, when he fucked me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster. Boo! Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Beyonce deserves better than this. And I think that Lemonade was such a problematic album because it really encouraged the idea of remaining in toxic relationships with toxic dynamics. Because you got to think, what did it tell the women who were listening to this and who are fans of Beyonce? Well, even Beyonce, this global icon, this beautiful woman who was a billionaire, got cheated on and remained in her marriage. So I sh- I should do the same. You know, I, j- I just work at the local Piggly Wiggly or, you know, I'm just an administrative assistant. So if Beyonce's okay with getting cheated on, what else? You know, I guess I shouldn't expect better. And th- this is my thing. And that's why I just think we need to be more mindful of the music that we listen to so that it doesn't condition us to accept this bullshit and it doesn't normalize this bullshit. I also want to talk about SZA and her Control album released in 2017. And I don't know how I almost forgot about this when I literally had to go in last minute and add this into this installment of the series because SZA's entire album, I love, love, loved it. I really enjoyed this album. It sucks because this music was so beautiful, but lyrically, this was trash. The entire album was about struggle love. But I want to talk about Weekend specifically. You say you got a girl. How you want me? How you want me when you got a girl? A feeling is reckless of knowing it's selfish. Knowing I'm desperate, getting on in and falling all over love. I do it till it's last. Hanging out the back, all of you last. Like, is you coming home? Is you out with her? I don't care long as you here by 10 30. No later than drop them drugs. Satisfied So this whole song is about a girl sharing peen and being fine with it, y'all. So again, we see this problematic side chick culture that we become so accustomed to accepting. They riding addicts and shifts, y'all. That's what she's singing about. 
Monday through Friday, she get the ping, she say on the song. And the weekend is hers, though. Y'all, so she talks about being desperate. She even says, my man is her man. It's our man. It's everybody's man. Basically, he he for everybody. He for the streets, y'all. I'm so sorry. This is so fucked up. Although this was a bop, this song was not okay. This song really celebrated and uplifted being a side chick. And with the rate of STDs spreading in the Black community, I did that show with Mahogany Pink, and she cited a stat saying that 60% of Black women have herpes. With those high of rates of STDs within the community, we don't need to be normalizing and being side chicks and sharing dick. We just don't. We we should never be normalizing sharing these dumbass dudes. That's not cool. But this is that indoctrination, though. And this is why, you know, we keep seeing this toxicity and we keep seeing high infidelity rates and we keep seeing women tolerating affairs and being in these awful struggle of relationships. This is why the Dusties keep talking about polygamy and sharing men, you know, and stupid shit like that. Y'all, we got to do better. Okay, so let's fast forward to 2019 and talk about Summer Walker. And I've said this before. I love, 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 love me some Summer Walker. She is my toxic ratchet fave. <laughs> but I really, really enjoy her music. Her voice is absolutely beautiful. So I want to talk about I'll Kill You. That was released in 2019. If them bitches find you, better be blood If it ain't me and your mom, it shouldn't be showing you no love Please forgive me, I know that I'm stingy Cause baby, I'm gang about you Ain't playing no games about you I'll go to hell and jail about your boy Y'all, and I love me some Summer Walker, but this music is so problematic. She loves making toxic struggle love music, and she has the baby mama antics and real life to match. She even has a song called Fourth Baby Mama. Y'all, just awful, and I really enjoy her music. It's beautiful sonically. I actually wanted to see her in concert in February. My husband said, nope, I'm not going, <laughs> so... I probably won't. This song is probably, though, one of the worst, absolutely most disgusting struggle of music songs I've ever heard. Even worse than her fourth baby mama song. She said, I will go to hell or jail about her nignaw, y'all. Like, how awful is that to go around singing? And I've told you guys, I believe in the esoteric. I truly do believe in spirituality. And I believe that we have the power to speak life or death in our tongues. Songs like this are incantations, you know, hooks like this are incantations, they're mantras. And saying you're willing to go to hell or jail about a man is fucked the fucked up. Like, really? I got to get locked up or suffer eternally, even in the next life fucking with you? Like, damn, I'm already suffering here on earth with your broke, bum, cheating ass. Can't keep your peeing in your pants. 
I got to suffer in the afterlife too or go to jail. So door one is going to jail or going to hell. That's door two. Like, no, thank you, y'all. So as much as I love Summer Walker, this song was trash. But Sora, she could have kept this one. I don't care how, how pretty it sounds. Like, nah, that's not cool. We're not about to go around singing about going to hell in jail over dusty ass nick dogs okay so let's fast forward to last year and talk about i hate you released by SZA in 2021 I be so sick of you niggas, y'all contradicting I be so bold myself, can you come and fuck me? I feel so ordinary, said when you won't round me Treat me like all the right, wear me out Arguments, you air me out Tripping about your whereabouts I can't keep no conflict with you, boy, can we just rub it out? I don't want no savvy with you, you know you my plug And I can't shake this habit, no I've been out, baby Every reminiscing Every on the missing SZA is another one of these younger girls who uh, makes this toxic struggle of music. So she says, I feel so ordinary and sad when you're around me. You treat me like corduroy, wear me out. Arguments, you air me out. Tripping about your whereabouts. Then the rest of the song, she's talking about fuck you and I hate you. <laughs> and this song went extremely viral on TikTok. You know, and it, I really get concerned about the younger girls who are on TikTok, the Gen Z girls that listen to this. Now that I'm older, I can easily separate reality from entertainment. But I do really worry about the younger women who can't and the impact that this type of music has on them. You know what I mean? So we don't understand how much these younger girls and women look up to these entertainers. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was listening to DZ and one of the ladies talked about how a girl she mentors was celebrating the fact that Rihanna was pregnant and knocked up without a ring. And these younger girls really do look up to these, these women. They do. So music like this, as silly as it sounds, it indirectly tells these girls being in a toxic relationship is okay. You know, being in a struggle, love, ride or die, awful, painful, traumatic relationship is okay. SZA sings about this all the time. Him cheating is fine. Struggle love is fine. And that's why SZA makes these hit songs about it because everyone goes through this. It's normal. You know, in reality, it's not. So this music really just, it really conditions us to expect and to accept really, really poor circumstances and relationships. Okay, so I want to also talk about Jasmine Sullivan and talk about Hotels, her album that was released last year as well. And let's discuss Girl Like Me. 
worst out of these new girls summer sizza or jasmine sullivan so this entire song is about her pleading for a dusty asking why he doesn't love her she says what you asked i would have given it ain't right how these hoes be winning y'all and this song just major side eye i guess i'm just too much of a savage to be sitting here crying over a dude after he's left me Thankfully, I've never personally had that experience of getting dumped, but I feel like if I did, I'm so heartless. I'd be like, good riddance, nigga. Like, bye. On to the next. I don't know. Songs like these, though, it conditions us. And this is why these fools think that they're the prize to this day. All right. <laughs> so that's it, y'all. This is the final installment of the Toxic Blackistan Struggle Love Music Series. That was so much fun. It's bittersweet. I'm kind of sad that's over with because I really did enjoy walking down memory lane. I really hope you guys enjoyed that series as much as I enjoyed creating it. I definitely feel like, though, like I miss some songs from the recent years because I'm not really into urban music any longer like I used to be when I was younger. So I know the Gen Z girls who are patrons are going to get me together and will let me know the newer music that I missed that should have been on this list. Please let me know down below. Also, since I was a bit older during this last decade, the music didn't really have as much influence on me because I was able to be more of a critical thinker and I was more mature and could challenge a lot of these narratives. But did these songs impact you personally or did they impact women that you know and influence your dating choices and your romantic relationships? Let me know down below. Until next time, see you guys. Bye. Bye.